This is as groovy as it gets. Oprah, can you hear me? Oprah vs. Donald 2020 is a conversation by Julie Benetti and Susan Barbro and a production of EI Alliance, copyright 2019. America is courtesy of New Threads off their new album, Polonius Wilma. Hi, this is Julie, and I am here with Susan, and we were actually in the midst of another podcast, and I said, wait, this applies to Oprah and President Trump. And so what we were in the midst of was working on our Neville Goddard, The Power of Awareness, a conversation podcast that is in our ancient text show. And what we were talking about is one of his chapters in here talks about interference, And where I started to think about Oprah was Neville Goddard starts to say, basically, you know, you're free to choose the concept of yourself that you'll accept of yourself. And he he gives this great sentence that I loved because where I went from there, that statement, you know, basically the truth of you make yourself feel or do anything yourself. It's you who's doing that. And what he goes on to after that is he says, the process of rising from your present concept to a higher concept of yourself is the means of all true progress. And I thought that is such a powerful statement. And for some reason, it just made me think of Oprah. It made me think of election 2020. It made me think of a President Trump now. It made me think of what's going on and what's not going on, although we don't know of everything that's going on or not. And it made me think about rising from your present concept to a higher concept of yourself and what that means and how you could do that. I think we all want to do it. I think ultimately this is what our goal is. Mm. And, you know, we started because when you, you, you know, we finished the podcast and you looked at me and you said, all I can hear is is Oprah. And I thought, hmm, and we we're like, what kind of a podcast would we do to talk about Oprah? And I thought, wait a minute, the focus isn't correct. Right. Who, I would ask, if, if the rising to from your present concept to a higher concept, my question would be, who could push President Trump to do that? Because Trump's mm. going to do it himself, because it's not someone does it. But when you have someone that steps in and kind of nudges you and, right. you know, pushes you and you have to go to a higher concept of yourself, who could do that? Who could actually do that? And, and the answer is? Well, we're going to say Oprah. It's, mm. I'll tell you who, what the, who the answer is not. Mm. And that is, as we've you know, said over and over, a career politician. Right. They're not going to do it. They're not even in the same energy. No. And, it, and if you listen to our podcast before, Oprah and Spirituality, you'll get the more of the gist of what we're talking about because a career politician is not in the same energy because it's not what it's about. It's not making a career out of the politics that's going on. It's about what's going on. And so when I think about it and I think about Trump and it's like, you know, you need somebody who can, you know, keep up with you. Someone who can sit there and challenge you not to be who they want, but to actually step up and say, this is who I am. Do you want to go up against me? That's okay. I'm not fight. You can't fight somebody on who they are. Mm. You know, if you're going to go up against someone like Donald Trump, you can't play his game because he's master at his game. 
You have to bring your game and be just as confident in who you are and stepping up there. And then, I mean, because people talk about he, you know, bad mouths and he bullies and he does all this. Well, he gets away with it because people are playing his game. Mm. If he's going to sit there and bully you and you say, so what? And that he says things that try to like, you know, knock you down, but you're so present in the space of who you are and he can't do it. He's going to have to figure out another way of doing it. He's going to have to say, wait a minute, I can't bully this person. I can't, you know, push them out of their own space because they're so ingrained in who they are and where they are. And I wonder, like I said, the type of person that can do it. The part of that, which is is interesting, is that in actually coming from the last podcast as well about Oprah and spirituality, I mentioned the April 1st, 2019 issue of the new yorker and there's an article in here about uh the latest leader of brazil and how much he is borrowing from the trump playbook possibly because he sounds just like you know Mm. a lot of the personality issues and a lot of the things that are occurring and he is now leader he sounds very similar to a lot of the things that have been expressed to us through the news and the media about president trump and so looking at those concepts and in, in that already existing and you know rising to a higher version of something else is is fascinating in the sense and what could do that and in the arena of you know what's occurred in brazil it, it wasn't other career politicians i mean this this gentleman is now you know the leader and so Looking at that and looking at, you know, what kind of energy and what kind of force could kind of raise Donald Trump to a higher version of himself is is fascinating and intriguing. So it can't be the average politician that's out there. And we've said Oprah because Oprah, of course, has a huge base. Oprah has a lot of, you know, between her race and her gender, she has a lot going for her. Mm. And she she's already gone out and uh, has been with people. She's brought people together just through her, her, her self-help, you know, platform. Mm. And if she can step into the space of this is just who I am and you almost have to disengage from Trump. I can't stress it enough. You cannot play his game. Mm. And you have the old politicians when he first ran that didn't know they were just playing the typical politician game and they couldn't keep up with him because they weren't present. They weren't authentic. He could see right through them and bat them aside. Right. Now you have the ones that are coming in and like they're trying to sound like Trump. But, you know, I'm just going to say it again, like with Elizabeth Warren. Oh, yeah, come on. We're going to do this and we're going to do that. And she's trying to sound like, well, this is who I really am. I'm like all of you. And it just doesn't come through as authentic. Mm-hmm. There's n- and now it's just career politicians that are going back to the way it was. I mean, Joe Biden and like, all right, well, we're going to be nice. We're going to. And it's not, it's not authentic. Mm-hmm. And so, of course, he can bat them aside. You need somebody who can step up. And you know what? I don't think we're going to have Oprah coming forward with a, you know, a sexual <laughs> harassment case or, mm-hmm. you know, if it were going to be, it would have would have occurred by now. And she's going to come in and she could be a strong woman and be in the space of who she is. And that will completely throw Trump off his game. He's going to have to play a new game and he's, he'll have to shuffle. <laughs> 
Hey folks, Julie and I do a whole lot of talking, but you know, a lot of that comes from self-reflection and really looking at our lives and things that didn't make sense. And we sat down and figured out the questions that were important to us and some of the philosophy behind it. And we put it together in a journal. Ooh. Check it out. And who doesn't love a good journal? Get your favorite pen and just get writing. Susan and I are not political, but we do have a podcast on Trump. Actually, it's focused on how Oprah can compete with Donald Trump for the presidency. Get on the bandwagon by listening in and then download our ebook, How Trump Wins, for all the specifics. Not only is Trump's presidency puzzling, but also how everyone is focused on everything he does and doesn't do. Hey, Oprah is in the space of allurement. That's the energy we look at. Find How Trump Wins on Amazon on and change your perspective about all of it. Hi, this is Julie here with Susan. What's one of the favorite books that we've written together? My favorite would be Energetic Invocations mm. because you tricked me into writing it <laughs> and it wrote itself and I just was grateful to be a part of it. I like all the books we've written. We've had so much fun, but that's probably my favorite. What you know, you? I agree with you. I love Energetic Invocations. The invocations are really powerful and I love the way it slides into the Ender Scripts. Awesome. Isn't it interesting, Julie, that you and I both grew up outside of Boston Boston, one town away from each other. And it took, I'm just going to say, over 40 years for us to meet and do these podcasts. And the minute we started doing them, they just keep coming faster and faster. Don't you find that fascinating? Sounds like wine or is it cheese to me? I think it's kismet. <laughs> and I think Ooh. if we go with that, everything that we're saying has been set up divinely for us to say it. Ooh, agreed. Hey, it's Julie, and you've heard Susan and I say that the principles of the Kabbalion are everywhere. Well, they are. So how do you stay aware? How do you recognize them at work? And how do you understand them better? You can read and listen until you are blue. But when you test yourself, now that's when you start using what you know and start understanding the Kabbalion differently. Sure, you can make your own test questions, but why bother when Susan and I did the work for you? There are 75 questions, and you can explore the truth trivia alone or with friends. Find Think You Know the Kabbalion right now on Amazon. Download it today and start actively using the Kabbalion to enrich your life. He thinks he knows how he would beat her. He Mm. thinks he knows. Mm. Whether that's planting a seed of doubt in her mind. So in case she decides to run, I don't know. But I will tell you, if she stepped up her game and went in with this, I'm going to do this. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to be myself. And I can feel it inside me as I say it. And I'm going to step in. And this is going to work. And I'm going to have the people I want. And this is what we're going to go for and how we're going to do it. And she stayed on that track. I think Trump will be like in ecstasy to sit there and say, whoa, here's someone that's going to make me step up. He's going to have to like move in a space of, I, I can't play this the same way. I got to play a different game here. Right. And, you know, I think what's interesting, too, is that we all kind of are trying to raise the level yes. of our game to a degree. And however we want to do it is okay. And whatever we want to do is okay. Yet how we do it sometimes is the question. And mm-hmm. often, you know, when you just kind of look out there, and mm-hmm. I'm talking about in society and in the quote-unquote real world and in reality, you just kind of go, ooh, do I want to be a part of that? 
and some things, yeah, are great and you want to be a part of it and they're inspiring and empowering. Woohoo. And other yeah. things are like, ooh, what a yeah. mess. I'm mm-hmm. not even going out there and into that. Right. And, you know, that's, of course, a choice you have to make. Yet, I think what you said when we first started out, everybody, you know, there's, there's, that's inherent in us. Um, and I'm going to kind of blatantly yeah. say it out there. Yeah. Everybody has that desire. Yes. And that, that yearning and that it's even stronger than that because we're all connected in it and it's a part of our consciousness that we want to expand and expel and, and, and kind of, you know, propel into a higher version of ourselves. And, and how can you do that? You can, you know, I kind of think of like catapulting. And how can you do that? Because sometimes you look outside and you go, oh, gosh, none of that's going to do anything for me. You know, when we wrote the Trump book, when we sat down and we initially wrote it, the whole reason what we got that he was going to win is because we said he appeared. Again, we didn't say he was. He appeared to be himself. Mm. And walking in and getting battered by the systems and powers that be, it, it actually helped us to relate to him better. Mm-hmm. And he used that. I mean, he used a mastermind. He used that to bring people, because, as we said in the book, how can a multimillionaire with a you know, model wife and lives in a tower and gold all around, how can he present himself as being like us? Well, he did. And he got elected. And, you know, what's interesting is because what you just said, we all want to be who we are, which I know I said in the beginning, oh, my God. Who can better relate to us on a grand scheme, if not Trump, but Oprah, right? Yeah. Because she has been there. I remember, you know, Hurricane Katrina and everybody was in the the Superdome. Right. Yes. She was there. Yeah. And she's been there. And it's like people, I mean, you were saying in the previous podcast that people see Oprah and she feels very... Um, would they would you say spiritual? They mm-hmm. she seemed very pope like, not right. pope like, right. but the same feeling. Right. And the way I look at that is because she has us all in this. She she's part of us. Mm. So Trump has worked. I mean, you said this in the book that he created the space and the illusion that mm-hmm. he was a part of us and he used the career politician because nobody likes career politicians. It's Mm -hmm. the joke. Everybody says, you know, the politician, nobody likes them. And so he did that. And, and that's everything we've been talking about and everything that's on the news relates to just politics. Right. And people say, I'm like you, that's Elizabeth Warren coming out saying, oh, have a beer with me. There's inauthentic statements in there that doesn't resonate with us because we are too smart. Mm-hmm. But Trump was able to do it in a very subtle way that we couldn't quite put our finger on it. And we said it back then. But who can do it with authenticity and really bring it right. is Oprah. And what would Trump do? He'd have to change his whole game. Right. He'd have to change his whole game. And in actuality, that's what all these podcasts have been about. And what mm. we're sharing. And when we looked at the Trump book we wrote and we ab- ab- examined all the, the 12 points that we came up with and looked at how he was using energy possibly and yet 
we had a lot of things that confirmed what we were talking about as science principles. We looked and said, what could Oprah do with this? We said that in some of our earlier podcasts, and and we shared. And the one thing we said at the end of the, I don't have the book in front of me, but the end of the book was Trump appears to be who he is. And we said, can he keep it up? Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't, I don't know the exact words. I can't quote it because it's not in front of me, but that's basically what we said. Right. Can he keep it up? Because that was his little uh, caveat, that yeah. little, and it was subtle. It mm-hmm. wasn't in your face. It mm-hmm. was subtle. And so, well, again, I, I think- would think that if Oprah stepped in, she, because of who she is. So oh. that's where the I'm Oprah campaign comes from. I'm Oprah. I mean, that's where that whole resonates. Because when you, you know, to in point, to confirm what you're saying, I mean, you know, his pictures with, you know, Big Macs and French fries and Kentucky Fried Chicken and here I am golf and here I am, you know, doing the regular stuff and here I am. And I mean, all that stuff relates to taking us to those feelings and sensations of that. And yet Oprah is naturally in it. She doesn't have to do all that work. She's naturally one where we are. So this podcast is about Trump. Mm -hmm. Okay, so what I'm saying is yes to everything you're saying, but it now puts the onus on Trump to say, I have to do better. I have Mm -hmm. to find a bigger concept of myself. Mm -hmm. And that's really, I mean, we've talked about that with Oprah and yeah, but for Trump, who else can create that? Who else can make him say, I got to up my game? And maybe the fact that he made the comment about Oprah being insecure was kind of like planting a seed. So in case she runs, I, I planted the seed. I can go back now and tap it right. and hit it and get a reaction right. and affect it. But she, as we said before, can say, so what? And if she does and she moves forward, that creates, you know, a whole new, what do I do with this now? Right. So in actuality, what we are saying is that if Trump wants to up his game, which we would think that, you know, to compete with himself, he wants to keep on going and propelling and up his game, he really needs to get Oprah to run. Thank you for listening to this production from EI Alliance. Check out our Amazon authors pages for books and podcasts along with our Donald Trump and Oprah books for this series. Find great music by New Threads on iTunes, Spotify, and on newthreads.us.